Pepsi. The magical month of September. And here we go. The finals are underway. Pritchard and goes to Morris. Morris accelerates around. Morris gets it back on the inside. Jonathan Wright on his way. Canterbury's on their way. Four points on the board to the blue and white Bulldogs. Now they attack Manley with forward to Williams. Away to Stewart. They've got the overlap and George Tafilla. George Tafilla looks to have scored in the corner. Williams, he stampedes over the top. He's gone over the halfway. He sprints away, gets it to Brett Stewart, and Barber's after Stewart, but Stewart beats into it. And Stewart scores under the post of the southern end. Looked to pass it back into Morris, found Barber, went to Keating. Keating puts a kick in. It's going to hit the uprights, and now he scores. He scores. Chris Keating has done it himself. He's gone. The kick has gone straight to the chest of Kerry. Sam goes running across, he meets up with Barber, Barber gets the ball away, it's gone on to Josh Morris out on the left wing this time, he's gone past Warren, he's gone inside the 40, he's got Stewart, but then he got it to Barber, Barber's on his way, Barber's gone, another try for Canterbury from inside, they're home, 20 metre line. And Queen of play all around for the Bulldogs. The new goodness, with the help of Graham. Now Ballard gets it on to Stewart. Stewart gives it to his brother. He passes. And Wright has got the ball for Canterbury. And I would think he has got the, the game wrapped up as well. G'day League Lovers, welcome to episode 126 of Not The Footy Show, it is the finals week 2 preview. I am DC Chapman and sitting beside me is... Warwick David Nicholson. Oh no, now I've given away all my details online, oh, so we've got to pull that back, better pull it back. How are you doing everybody? Listen was, how good were we last week in the introduction last week? Through the magic of editing, we were fantastic. Yeah, editing, that's right, but it sounded good, didn't it? It was an idea that came together, that went out of my head by the time I was sick later on. By the way, everybody, I'm okay. Thanks for your messages of support. Yeah. But See, I don't, think, I don't we, think a lot of the listeners know that we actually commentate in our oh, spare time. I didn't think we did either, but it sounded like we did. <laughs> don't, don't, don't give it away. It really... <laughs> I'm not just tooting our horn because it's our show, but it actually sounded pretty good. I mean, there was some, we were very impressed. I must admit, it, and, it, and it was a very much a sort of hit and miss way that I went through it. I obviously had the song, the cake song, um, Going the Distance, which I think is an absolute all-time classic. Cracker. Cracker. And I sort of just found bits and pieces and started putting them in... Yeah. Trying to correlate with the words in the song, so I don't know if you heard, but um, he's going for speed. I had sliders through, and then I had uh, oh, you know, stuff like very that. Very good, very good. Um, and then I said, in, "In your time of need," and then I said, "Two poo cleaned up by Fensum." And you're in a time of need when you need to poo, I think. And uh, <laughs> it's the subtle things, people that we're after. So then eventually, but I put it you, all together. But did you spend too much time on on thinking about that? When, when really I don't think a lot of people might have appreciated But that's what I'm asking you to do. So what we'll do is, it'll definitely on again, um, I'll play it again sometime. If, if there were bits that you week. liked, tell us, write in and tell us. My w- favourite still, by my, oh, there's a couple. My, uh, there's three that I really enjoyed. One was uh, Brisbane warming up with Parker on. Yeah. yeah. I thought, if you don't appreciate a, a little bit of work like that, you've got problems. I liked the proctologist finds yes, nothing. Yes, I, I laughed heartily at that. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just wanted to say, we it. <laughs> I still yeah, found, yeah, that, I still found that, that. Well fun. done. What about you, Jeffrey? Well done. As we uh, self gratify. Oh, there weren't. See, I can't remember. 
specific moments, but I was laughing. The other bit that I really enjoyed last week, are we just a lot of blowing our own... Oh, we are. Cause okay, we're we're waiting bit, for Marie to be uh, finish her meal, everybody. That's why we haven't gone straight to her. When, when I re-listened to the podcast, the other bit that I enjoyed was um, the Yakety Yak song. <laughs> yeah, Lo- Vinny Parmigiana, I think, uh, had that in his head the rest of the, of the week. Everybody, we will have uh, only Maria Cialis, the Queen of Rugby League, on today. Uh, everybody else, no shows. So... Obviously, the finals hasn't gotten to their veins, into their systems. Yeah. But having said that, uh, Matty Duncan, the poor bloke, went up to Queensland, as we said last week, everyone, for Townsville. Didn't get a chance to the game. The Broncos got beat. And then I was a bit harsh to him. We've got the NRL Tweet Player of the Year, Player of September award uh, this time out for the finals. And I signed in the, the Canberra game, thinking that I was doing him a favour by not assigning him a Saturday afternoon game, which is when the Queensland Cup's generally Oh, on. of course. And then Redcliffe played on Sunday afternoon, so he had to come ah. home, watch the game on replay, and what idiot messaged him about the result? Yeah. Me. It's uh, always hard with you, because I want to I want to text message you yeah, well, during the game, you, well, but, but I always wonder if you're watching it or not. Before we get not, into um, us probably talking again, uh, <laughs> everyone, I had the situation last week where my brother and sister-in-law came over with a WDNicholson.com. Thank you, mate. And uh, we, I watched the first 20 minutes, and they wanted to get into the into the building, get parking, so I paused the game. Didn't actually go back to the game till after 6 o'clock, so I actually had to physically turn my phone off because I just didn't want any messages, good, yeah. bad, and different. And finally, at about, I don't know, quarter past 7, I knew the result and sent, sent out a 1,000 messages. So uh, if you didn't get one, you don't have a number. Uh, everybody, with, DC with Chapman. Mean green fighting machine or oh, something. With a bad and mean green machine. It's not that hard. <laughs> Look it up, everybody. We'll be back uh, with a bit more of Not The Footy Show episode 126 right after this. Huh? Come on, do it. Not The Footy Show. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes. The flags go up. Churning and burning. They yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Burning fast on an empty tank Reckless and wild They pour through the turns Their prowess is potent And secretly stern As they speed through the finish The flags go down The fans get up And they get out of town The arena is empty Except for one man's Bed T-Rex has run all over him Cam Smith is there anything you can't do Crunching tackle by Burgess That's a It's an English masterclass Oh, I just crowned King now. Slater's through! Prisoner certainly warmed up with Parker on. Two poos cleaned up by Fenton. Take it easy on Sagatizzi. Don't mess around with Dugan. Johnson covers up. Hodges hedges his bets and scores. Hip hip! Jorge! Luke forces his way over. Did Matty Scott up the middle? Sukumano's not feeling very well. Colin Best has his breath. The Foreign Legion has taken control. The Bryce is right. Richard gets it off right away. Dane Nielsen's pole well tonight. Tron cranks it up. Reynolds does the run around. Josh Hoffman's just ain't getting off him. You've got to give Nathan Merritt some credit there. McQueen's waved on by the interchange officials. And Payne just won't go away. Copley's not coping. Ah, oh, these bulldogs are no longer under the radar. I see you, Glenn. Shaking that buttress. Gee, Bellamy's been quiet in the bottom of the season. But the fire king! Josh Jackson claps on the pacey. And Josh McCrone kicks out in the ball once again. Cassiano knows what time it is. Third man play featuring Friday there. John Williams has conducted himself beautifully. James Rain's been enormous tonight. Croker gets squashed. 
Like, where has Beware been all night? England! Norman Corey Norman. Snake goes straight through. Winnerstein's playing beautiful this autumn. Just wanted to say with him. <laughs> Robson steals it at the death. It's the Bowen Thurston show here in Townsville tonight. Dugan! Dugan! are inflicting a heavy tollman. Seriously, who calls it Kip Darcy? He's away! This has to be a try for sure! The proctologist finds an opening. Uh-oh, it's Tio. I think Joe was lucky to be picked today. The frizzle and nizzle. And there goes Benny Barber. Yeah, so we just listened to the intro from last week again, and quite frankly, it's not as good as we remembered it. But I'll stick with the memory. I think the memory's better than the actual but Yeah, there was, there, there were some good bits. Yeah, yeah there were. And uh, you probably already listened to it again, everybody. I think that's why I put it in the podcast. The Don't put it in the podcast again. Well, maybe well, just, it's already been on. They've, by the time we're making these comments, okay. they'll just listen to it All again. Right. So it was actually prophetic. We said Croak would get squashed, and his face okay. yep. uh, got to be yep. hurt, and uh, that was about it. We were one for one. Uh, look, everybody, we'll have Maria at some point. She's... She's delayed her intro, so we've got to just talk some football as we begin. Now, there are only six teams left in the Premiership. Yes, that's correct. Who's out? The one, well, everyone. Um, <laughs> no, okay, well, the two teams that got knocked out last week were the Broncos and the Sharks, which was a big surprise to me, I thought. But you thought the Sharks were good things. Yeah, I did. I declared the Sharks for obvious reasons. By the way, Bunnies, absolute morals. And the Broncos... Well, this weekend, you mean? Oh, Bunnies, specials. Yeah, they'll... Specials. They should bounce back, shouldn't oh, they? Oh, they're just, it's just, it's set in stone, concrete. Okay, then. Something else. But yes, everybody knows we, what I'm doing. Yes. Okay, then. No, go. Keep going. I, I, I don't have got no idea I what you're talking about. I think the key bit here, everybody, is that we're much better when we go straight to a guest. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard, hard to know. Feeling. You, went, you went on the review show. I had Reese Carter and Matt Trodden talking to me on Monday, and you haven't listened to that episode. So, um, anyway... We, recover, we reviewed the first week of the finals, but yes. your quick feeling. Storm surprised me, but then you've got to take into account that Rabbitohs did give them a lot of penalties mm. to let them get out of their own half. If, if they don't get that, they will be a lot more, what do you call it, I suppose for want of a better word, smothered, and they won't know what to do. About South, uh, sorry, Cowboys, thoughts? Well, I've, the same way I felt for the last six weeks. You've liked them? Yeah. I've liked them all, yeah. I predicted them. Yep. And, of course, Friday night uh, it was probably the best of the four games, even though it was a bit sloppy, uh, Manly and the uh, Bulldogs. I thought Manly let a lot of chances go. They they seemed to have just not quite gelled, not quite... They they made a lot of mistakes when, in the past, they wouldn't have. And if they didn't make those mistakes, it would have been a lot closer, a lot, lot, lot more of an arm wrestle. Um, but I think they'll get that out of their system. Mm. We need to guess terribly. Let's go to the break. Hang on, not the footy show. Hey mate, we've been waiting for a couple of big T-Rex hits for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Have you got one for us this weekend? You're going to have to, eh? Uh, could be the last game. You know, need to do my thing and um, help the team out. Melbourne again, and this time it's 
It's DC here. How you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Good, good. Was it sitting beside me? I am. How you doing, Maria? I'm sunburnt. Yeah, so am I, funnily enough. <laughs> and the reason that we are sunburnt is no, we haven't been uh, down the beach. We went to the NRL Touch, the Media Touch Football Day today. And before we get to that, Maria, I just need to just ask a question. When we had to delay having you on, you said that you were eating. Is that correct? Yeah. And yet you're on Facebook at the same time. Very interesting. Very interesting. Commenting on, uh, on on former workmates. Uh, women, women can multitask, was it? I, can, I can't. I don't know how it works. Uh, Maria, we were at the NRL Media Touch Day today. How did you find it? Uh, good. Yeah, um, I think that's my third my third year of playing. And um, each year I've progressively let in less tries. So I think I'm getting better. <laughs> yeah, she uh, was on the, 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 the magazines team. I think you guys uh, matched up with Rugby League Week. Is that right? Yeah, and we had a couple of ABC radio people. Okay. So, and yeah. how how did you finish the day? Um, I think we won two and lost three. Yeah, me and the Pillar Boys, uh, Jackie Horitz, Reese Carter, uh, Matt Trodden, uh, Pete Cassidy, etc. Uh, we all finished two and three. We won our first game and won our last game, and got robbed in one of the matches by the dodgy referee, as always. Oh. And then the other two games we were terrible. Controversial. <laughs> yeah, I think it was was it your game with the controversy? Um, oh, no, that was definitely a forward pass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, our yeah. one or your one? No, your one. Oh, please, Richie. Anyway, uh... Who won? Who won out of when you two played each other? Uh, they, they did. Okay. Although, uh, I will do the old toot-toot Hornby. Um, one of the tries she'd let in was me, so thank you very hey. much. Thank you very much, Maria. You looked after me. It doesn't matter how many tries you let in, Maria, as long as you score more tries than what you let in. So how many did you, did you well, actually I, score? I didn't. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but she, she, did, she did announce to the entire ground at one stage that she had caught the ball, which I thought, <laughs> which I thought was fantastic. 
that, that, there was a big, huge cutout pass, and she just snaffled it out of the air, and I kept dropping those all day. So it was a fantastic effort. And, and I must admit, the, the quality compared to previous years, what did you make of it, Maria? Yeah, it's good. I was finding the NRL um, taking the hardest because they have former NRL players, which I think is a, a little bit unfair. Yeah, I think oh, we saw... Like, Frank... They put Frank Pulitula on me. Pulitua on me, and he scored like four tries. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, at one stage, he went over to, uh, he thought he'd scored a try, and he got called back. And I said, oh, I yelled out sort of to him, being an idiot that I am. Uh, yelled out, oh, was that career try number three, Frank? And he goes, nah, number five. <laughs> he apparently <laughs> scored. At least he was good about he, it. He apparently, yeah, he apparently scored four tries in his NRL career. And, Very nice. Uh, ended up going over there and probably doubled it, uh, marking up against Maria. But the uh, afterwards, we went up to Rugby League Central, and um, they've got this huge barbecue area at the top, but how cold is it up there, Maria? It's freezing. <laughs> Maybe it'll be nice in the summer when there's no wind. Yeah, it was... Uh, I was going to say, it's the wind, today. isn't it? It's the wind fact. It was very nice, like, it was a nice, beautiful day today, but gee whiz, the, the wind, there's no, there's no protection up there, that's for sure. Uh, so it was a very interesting day. Uh, there were a couple of uh, notable absentees. There was no Channel 9 there, um, and I think Fox Sports didn't make an appearance. We actually went up against the... Uh, statisticians first and um i must admit the one thing i wanted to do i didn't do it but i thought of the joke anyway was that when you uh i don't know if you've ever been to a game maria has and uh when you're in the press box they sometimes have for the toyota cup a nrl stats guy sitting in the front and he's on the phone talking to the guys back in the studio uh and telling them what's happening so he might go yeah run run 12 uh six meters uh offload to three and he goes and just sits there for like the whole game it's like actually quite annoying okay and so i had the bright idea it didn't carry it after unfortunately of uh the moment we started playing them just to say just... run run three offload yeah. four and it was one of those ones that i really should have done but anyway the idea was there i thought that was what counts right maria yes Thank you. <laughs> the trick is to get a friend in with you tell him your idea and then well i did and then together um and... wayne cousins the west tigers mini manager started actually thinking the joke was his so anywho maria we have to move to the two semi-finals uh this weekend the first one sees the Manly Seagulls and three of their fans uh, take on the Cowboys at, Alien, oh, at SFS. Do you think we're going to get a decent crowd or not? Uh, no, I don't think we're going to get a decent crowd. Especially for, um, maybe if it was a Saturday, you'd at least get a few more Cowboys supporters, but it's not looking good. No, uh, the over-under... It's, it's set, very disappointing, yeah. isn't it? It really is just... Well, it's yeah. it's the... It's, Unfortunately, it's the byproduct, and it's not any fault of the NRLs. It's the byproduct of expansion. Uh, it's just hard for travelling fans to get down here. I mean, what everyone has to remember is um, in the 80s and, and whatnot, uh, when we sort of still have memories of the 80s and the 90s, a lot of teams that played were Sydney teams. So you're always going to have a good turnout. Um, and now we've got such a national game that we're going to have teams coming in and out yeah. that aren't going to have the same supporter bases. I mean, You I think... would think that there'd be enough supporters from the Sydney-based team to well, turn that, out a The biggest problem, crowd. Maria, and this is the one we, we sort of get, get to, it's part of the, the preview and the question, but how do we just convince all those fans of the Sydney teams that finals football is worth coming along to? How do we do that? I think it's ingrained in the club, to be honest. Um, when, we, when the Bulldogs played the Cowboys a few weeks ago in the regular season game, I think there's only about 20,000. Yep. You know, 200 of them would have been Cowboys supporters. 
it doesn't make sense for Manly. It makes sense for a team like Parramatta when your fans are just sort of fed up from getting hammered every week. But <laughs> how can you not, if your team won the Premiership last year, like, it honestly doesn't make sense to me. And their favourites uh, to take it out this year. Well, they were until they lost to the Dogs. Well, yeah, but they're still, they're up there, aren't they? The, the I would have yeah. thought your fans would want to go and... I, I mean, Maria, I, I'm aware that they're putting on... Um, We'll talk about actual game in a sec, everybody. But the, I'm aware that they actually are putting uh, buses on uh, around um, Sydney to get to these games. That's no, the SFS. Uh, and the important thing that I, I you know, is, well, on Friday we're working. We've got a farewell for one of our guys at our office, and I'm like, I'm going to take advantage of the fact that there's a free transport down to the SFS. Yeah, and get down there. I just, I really can't. I think that the, and you're saying I think the clubs in some ways. A bit of responsible here is that they've created this whole you got to be part of our club, part of our club. Why aren't they organising trips to the SFS for their fans? Or I don't know. There should be. There's got to be something there that gives you a reason to hold on to your club. I don't know. Organised buses or something like that. But there's enough fans out there just love rugby league that would go to these games. But we've got to find a way to to get them back to the stadium. Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, I just, I just, I honestly don't get it. People like football. You know, what are you doing? What are you doing instead? Yeah. Like, how much better entertainment can you get? This is actually going to be a good game as opposed to Saturdays. Yeah, that's, um, a, that's a very good game. Yeah. And, and if you want to go out drinking, if you go out drinking after, you can go out drinking the next night. Like, I, I, just, I don't understand it. And if you're a fan of Manly, there's, there's no reason, you know, unless obviously you got a wedding or whatever. But, I mean, if you're not doing anything, just go to the game. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not that hard. And you've got to wait six months for the next season to roll around, people. Stop complaining about how bad your team was and go watch some actually decent football. I, I, I mean, obviously it's part of my job, but I find a way to travel everywhere around Sydney. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can find a way. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really not that, that hard. difficult. Really, I think yeah. the base rate for all the games is about 25 bucks, everybody. Um, and there should be, there's enough people out there that, that can afford to do that that should be going on these games. But unfortunately, they are not. Maria, we have to sort of the answer, get DC to say something. The, the answer is pizza. <laughs> you think yeah. pizza? I, I didn't really... I'm pretty sure it's the answer to everything. If they give away free pizza inside the ground, you will have a hundred thousand. So Domino's should like. Yep. There's a free plug. Domino's look after us. Uh, yep. f- should like sponsor the final series. Domino's yeah, final N- series. NRL needs to do a deal with Domino's or Pizza Hut or one of them. Pizza Hut just went down the gurgler a couple. Oh, of years true ago. that. Their, yeah. their pizza's terrible, but yes. Well, you know, food, <laughs> good food, food. Uh, cheap food. Excuse me, Daddy. I'm doing my tips. All right, Maria. We better go to the actual food. games. Uh, Manly and North Queensland. This is at the SFS. DC Chapman. Uh, Manly have uh, got a slight problem here because Jamie Lyons says he's probably going to play, but he's still got to get through at least a training session of some description in the next um, couple of days. And Steve Maddow's out. The, the value for the Cowboys is that Tate and Lynette have actually played well all year. The game probably won't be decided on those edges, but. I don't know. For me, looking at Manly's side, they're probably going to have to play Bure and... Um, uh, sorry, who's that, Dave? Bure. Thank you. And uh, Farre in the centres. Uh, does that instill you much confidence if you were a Manly fan? If, if Jamie Lyon's not playing, I'd be worried. Yeah. Very worried. But I think he will play. But do you want to injure uh, Jamie Lyon? That's the problem. Well, that's what I sort of... We had a debate um, in the mag this week. And for me, it's more important that he has long-term... Um, health. So mm. I, you know, what if he gets knocked again in the first two minutes and suddenly you got 16 men and, you know, got to reshuffle and all that kind of thing. But um, but, but he's the kind of guy you would risk. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and Tooby said as much at the press that we were at the other day. He said, look, 
he wants to play, I'm going to play. I'm not going to yeah. wrap him in cotton wool. Yeah. But it's it's a concern for them. But I mean, this game comes down to how Manly deal with two duos for the for the Cowboys. Matty Scott and James Tamau out front. If Manly can't control the, the, their go forward, then the Cowboys are going to have a field day because we've said it for a number of weeks. But if JT and Bowen have feel, like a bit of field position and a bit of room to move, they'll carve Manly up. Whether Manly's fabled defence or not, if they win the ruck, they will run all over Manly. I think. I, I agree. Sorry, you, no, you, sorry, you, you go. go. Oh, <laughs> I'll go. The, I, I agree. The, the the big problem with Manly last week was they had their opportunities and they just stuffed them up. If, if, they, if they can convert them into decent plays this week, it'll be a very different side. Um, but who, who, who would you want in your front row? Brent Kite and Jason King or James Tamo and Matt Scott? Like, well, that's it. That's yeah. it. And, no and the yeah. Cowboys are going to play them for 55 minutes. Like, they're going to get good minutes out of those guys. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. If you're manly, you've got to make this game a tough, um, really torrid kind of game in the middle. Because if you open the game up, I know that, Cherry Evans and Forum can create with anybody outside them, but if this becomes a shootout, I really like the Cowboys. The Jamie Lyons are big if he doesn't play because he he's one of those players that when you get the ball, he seems when he gets the ball, he does seem to do more with it than any any other player on the field. He, for some reason, he's able to run faster and more determined or something, and he just does so much. He's a very and he's a, he's a confidence thing. I mean, we were, I spoke to as I said Farah the other day, and he said once he goes off and Jorge as well, but they they you, you've got to react to the fact you've lost your. Um, your captain, and I don't know. I'll push for a tip right now, people. What are you thinking? I'm tipping the Cowboys. Ooh, she wants that grand final. What do you got the Cowboys by, Maria? Why? Oh, why and how? By how many? Oh, by how many? Sorry, I missed that. Um, no, what? Yeah, why and by how many? <laughs> um, I think it'll be close. I think it'll be around six-ish. From what I saw of Manly last week, and um. They were attacking a lot of the time in the direction I was sitting. Yep. So I could see them, you know, perfectly lined up in front of me. They, when they get close to the line, they just... I know Jamie Lyon wasn't playing, obviously, but they didn't have much at all. Um, and the Cowboys can score a try from anywhere. They're not worried about that. So it's a matter of scoring more points, I think. Yep, sorry. Uh, it was good analysis. I just love it when people say, if you score more points, you win. But <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't actually... You know, say- I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> no, you, you didn't I'm say not. that. It was just all I heard was scoring points. Sorry, DC. It's, yeah. it's becoming very hard for me to pick this one because I originally was just you know just thought Manly would would win this game. They're the better side. But now that we're talking about it, I'm starting to lean towards the Cowboys. And now it's, it's very, it's very hard it? to pick. You going to tip the Cowboys? I do, well, it's you, said, you said they were good value to make the grand final. I did. I did. And I'm, I'm well. Oh, I, I can't. I don't know how to pick it. No, come on, make a decision. All right, yeah, I'm gonna. You know what? I will. I'm gonna say Cowboys by two. Oh, I change your tip. I wrote down, written down. What's the word? Um, Manly by four for you. It's not cobwebs. It's Cowboys. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna take Manly. I think you can't discount the fact that they are defending premiers and having again. I'm doing the two toot here, but Tony Williams has promised to smash someone this week. Uh, which after I told him he has to go and smash anyone for six weeks, he said, yeah, they were yes, trying I to do that last week. Well. I will smash someone. He plays 80 minutes. He doesn't have the energy to smash uh, anyone. You're a Phil Rothfield disciple. That's what I've decided, Maria. Careful. Hey, you're, you're... I'm not a Phil Rothfield disciple, <laughs> but um, I, that was probably the first column I've agreed with. Yeah. Uh, look, I'll th- I reckon Manly lived to fight another day, to use a nice little cliche there. I don't know if they get past Melbourne next week, but I think 
problem with the Cowboys, as I said, if this game is is tough in the trenches, Manly win it. And I'll take Manly by four points. DC, you made a decision yet? He did before. All right. Yeah, I did. I'm, so still, I'm still thinking about it. Still. Manly by four, please, sir. Uh, right. And other tips-wise, well, uh, where are you now? Hasn't tipped. Uh, we've got GT tips coming up after we've spoken to Maria and Matt likes Manly by 16. I think he's just, dis- that, I think he's just disappointed that the Broncos lost to the Cowboys last week. Let's go to the second semi-final. This is at ANZ Stadium. And oh, actually, quickly, Maria, over under 17,500 at the SFS. Under. Under, DC? Oh, no, I'm going to go over, just because I don't like... I'm going under. I idea. think it's under oh, uh, as well. On, it's got to be over. down so we can mark that next week. Second semi-final is the Raiders up against the Bunnies. Bunnies have lost two of their last four games. The Raiders have, I don't know, won something like six in a row, which is just unbelievable. Uh, the problem in this game I see for Canberra is uh, there's no way that South play as bad as I did last week, Maria. Oh, well, they'd get decapitated, wouldn't they, by their coach? <laughs> oh, you watch the game, we all watch the game. Uh, what's the message this week from Michael Maguire? Don't be shit. <laughs> Told you. Um, it, it comes back to penalties. It comes back to penalties every time. Uh, it, you've, you've got to just get that discipline in the side to not give away penalties. If they do that, they do well. And if, uh, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Nathan Merritt was dropping balls. Yeah. When's the last time Nathan Merritt dropped the ball? Oh, I, I, don't, I, I can't answer that question. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't some of the guys we were with uh, playing yesterday might have known that. Uh, look, you're right, though. Like The, the fact that they handed Melbourne that game last week. Melbourne played well, but they didn't play outstanding. and They never really had to get out of a, a, a decent gear. They had field position the whole, whole game. Yeah. The thing about South going into this match is they froze at the big stage. And a lot of these guys, I think there's only Asset. Oh, I don't even know who. Asset Tarsi was the first year with the Bunnies when they made no seven. I think he's about the only player still around. Is that right, Maria? I have no idea. That's all right. I just, got, okay, I just gave you a question you couldn't answer. Uh, but the the thing that is hitting me about South is they've got the wobbles. I'm not saying Canberra are going to win because South is special. You know that, everybody. But they looked bad. They looked like they weren't prepared for finals footy. And um, that got exposed, I think, a few weeks earlier when they played Manly. They well, came... What's the record? They haven't been in the top eight team since round nine, I think. Well, no, they played Canberra and they beat oh, Canberra wow. at ANZ. In round twelve, I think it was. Um, they, beat Ca- they beat Canberra. Yep. That were they in the top eight? Oh, maybe not at the time. No. So. Yeah. yeah well, I no, guess... that's what I mean. The, yeah. a, a team that was in the top eight at the time. Yeah. How, so how did they a... end up so high up the ladder? Because they beat up as I think Gus said the other day. They beat up on all the teams that were no good. So okay. Yeah. It works all right. Um, Maria, where do you think this game's won? make as many errors and penalties as they did last week, that's a problem, but you know Canberra will do the same. <laughs> um, I, I mean, do you have any faith in Canberra's backs to catch balls and not knock them on or... Make well, well, they did it every, last Everybody's week. capable of... Uh, oh, look, Canberra played okay last week. Uh, they didn't play... I don't know about that. I know they scored a few tries at the end and that made the scoreline look a bit more dominant than what it was, but... But they did it Cronulla, nicely. Cronulla, it wasn't like Cronulla fell apart. Cronulla didn't point. offer a whole lot in oh, that match. And they lost Carney early uh, on that, in that first half. Um, they, were, they were better without him, though. Yeah. <laughs> For a while. It's a bit harsh. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 the thing about Canberra is they follow a process. Like 
I don't trust them to turn up. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, and that's the problem. And they, they've they, let's look at it again. But who have they played? I, but I've been who saying they, that for five they, weeks Who now. have they played? Who have they played? you got to look at who they've played. We've said it for a number of weeks. They played the Sharks last week and beat them quite yeah, convincingly. The Sharks who had lost nine of the last ten or twelve or something is like that. Is that right? Yeah, it's, it's a stat like that. And Jeez. the thing about South is uh, that forward pack is, is their strength. I'm not. I'm, look, if Canberra win, it'll be because the likes of, even though I, like, I think Thompson should be in the second row, but if Thompson... Um, our back, basically our three-quarter line gets decent ball against their three-quarter line because if you look at South Sydney's three-quarter line, it's atrocious. Agree? I, I, well, I don't necessarily agree with it, but... Well, it's Nathan it, Merritt. It's it, Dylan Farrell who can't tackle. It's Andrew Everingham who's just winning a play in the They're not bad players. And it's they're Justin Hunt. Okay, but they're not atrocious. Well, you compared to what Canberra's got, and I'm not saying Canberra's a better team without Jared Kroger, but that three-quarter line, I think that's a, that's a massive advantage for the Raiders. Do you think that, Maria, or not? Yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, who's Justin Hunt coming up against? He'll now? play on the... Well, that's the thing. Merritt likes the right side, but he's been playing the left with Everingham on the right. So we think that what's going to happen is Everingham will move to the left centre position. Dylan Farrell will stay on the right, and Hunt will probably play on the right wing. But it's hard to tell. I mean, Canberra may move just Joel Thompson at kickoff back to the second row and, and start a, white, a, a rookie, a Whiten in the centre. So. Yeah, but... He's a winger. All he's got to do is catch the ball and run over the line. It's not. That's not where the game's won. Okay. The game is won. Where is it won, DC? With Save momentum. This analysis. With momentum and penalties. Okay. <laughs> Cliche. All right. Let's get the tip, everybody. But okay. Uh, but, but like you say, yeah. you, you're saying that the, the Souths are on the wobbles. Yeah. And everyone else is, is saying that Canberra is on the up and, and going I don't well. I agree with that, but yes. Well, are they are they going to get too? What do you call it? Too too. Too much pressure on them to actually keep performing, or, or are I've they still going to have that? No, I don't, I don't think so. South has the pressure. The Raiders are just happy to be there. That's aren't right, they? and that's it. The thing that and that'll make the difference. This is the this is the deciding factor for me. And I've said it all year. Canberra need everything to go right to win against the top sides. So basically, what I'm saying is, I think South will win because I don't think they'll play terribly. But if South, you don't consider that South's a top side. They have, they, I didn't say that. They haven't. They haven't beaten the top eight teams. I since didn't say that. 12. I didn't say that stat. Marie did. Yeah, but it's a fact. So they can't be one the of the top. The thing sides. about South is, if they play good football, they will win this match. But if they give Canberra a sniff, Canberra are capable of taking advantage of a team playing poorly and beating them. So I'm going to take Souths by a. I'm going for heartbreak. One point margin. Ooh, Maria. South by ten. Ooh, a bit more confident. I'm, I'm going to stay. Can you write that down for me. Oh, I'm going to say stay say Souths. That was hard to say. Not really. <laughs> By four, even though I'm not confident about it because of the whole momentum and the whole pressure and all that then stuff. Pick that Canberra. We about. Come on, pick Canberra. No, I can't bring myself to do it. Pick Canberra. Do you want me to? Pick Canberra. I'm going to go Canberra by two. Ah, oh, there it is. Lucky work, DC. I'm glad you sent me those tips uh, yesterday because <laughs> you've changed both of them. Maria, we have to uh, wrap up uh, with another over under over under thirty five thousand at the SFS. Uh, at ANZ? Um, under. Under? Now, that's something I wanted to bring up. Were you disappointed by the uh, Bulldogs' turnout last Friday night? Well, there were 36,000, and six of them were Manly fans, and 30 were Bulldogs, so you can't blame us. Oh, gee, I don't know. I thought there was a bit of a disappointing turnout by your guys, to be perfectly honest. I thought there'd be a little bit more Bulldogs fans there for... Well, first of all, you couldn't have had a better match-up, and... Yeah, I was a bit disappointed by the Bulldogs turnout. They well, got a chance. Well, we killed half of the stadium. Oh, I didn't feel it. Come on, come on. Filling half of it would be 42,000 um, Bulldogs fans. There wasn't 42,000. 
Bulldogs fan. I was fan sitting there. Uh, now, Maria, this is something that I have to bring up, is that in a couple of weeks' time, if Canberra happen to get past South, it will be your boys versus my boys in the preliminary final. And okay. I am sad to announce here I'm not the footy show, but if that happens, I can't actually go. Why is that? Any guesses, Maria? No, I have no idea. You're working. No, well, if I was working, I'd be at the game. I know, know, but this is what I'm saying. I don't understand. Some good friends of mine are getting married. Oh! (laughs) You're taking a trip to Townsville. No, I'm not quite. I I will be uh, somewhere in Sydney's northwest. Who gets married in September? That is so not fair. I mean, I was having a discussion last night. We were talking to people that are going, and I was saying, well, the good news is who gets married on a Sunday afternoon? Yeah. Nobody. So if they made it to the grand final, I'm okay, but... I must admit, this is going to be one of those weddings that I'm going to be doing my best to be there and, and enjoy myself, but... You'll be checking your text uh, messages and... Look, I'm, it's going to be tough. I'm not saying Canberra through it, not any stretch, but if they do get through, Marie, you're going to have to just enjoy the game without me. <laughs> I will, because you get smashed. Oh, <laughs> the confidence. <laughs> last time I checked, Canberra absolutely smashed you guys last time, so... No, well, that was an anomaly. Uh, no, that was, that was regulation. No, uh, no, no, no. no. Okay, last thing, Maria. Uh, I'm going to talk about the DC in just a few seconds, but what are you saying? Did she give us an over? Yeah, she said under. Okay. I said over. Okay. What did you say? I said over for sure. Okay. Maria, uh, after the uh, Touch Football today, we had a quick look through the NRL Museum. What was your impressions? Oh, I, I've already seen it. I had an exclusive tour before it opened. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's really cool. I like all the, um, the stuff that they've managed to collect from, you know, the... 20s and 30s and 40s. I love looking at that kind of stuff. Is there something that sense. something that people really should check out? Yeah, I think it's worth a look. Like, it won't take you longer than, you know, half an hour, but it's a bit of fun and a bit of history. Okay. Did you guys go to the the exhibition that was on at the Powerhouse Museum a couple of years back now? No, I missed that one. No, I didn't. I'm assuming it's going to be similar. that was there is in that. Yeah, that it, it wouldn't surprise me. The way it was. Maria Cialis, uh, thank you very much for being on the show once again. Uh, we will obviously talk to you before Canberra beat the Bulldogs in the preliminary final. But uh, I hope you enjoy the games this weekend. Will you be heading out to both matches? Um, no, just Friday night. Okay. Will you be covering that match? Yes, I will. Oh, there it is. She's uh, in the. Oh, will you be still in the press box, though? Because you got kicked out the other night. Uh, we always get kicked out because we don't need uh, power plugs. And also, we're not important. Okay. Well, with that, uh, let, let us tell you that you are important. You're a valued member of Not The Footy Show. DC Chapman, Thanks. send the Queen of Rugby League on her way. On your way, Queen of, Queen of Rugby League. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Maria, we'll, we'll, we'll speak to you next time. See ya. See ya, thanks. Talk to you next time. So, Norman sends the ball back inside the 20. Fast and those seatbelts. Oh, Bowen's come up with a mistake. Went straight past him. Back to Thurston, and they bring the ball back from their own line through Matt Scott. Thurston, a beautiful pass away on the outside. It came to Graham. He threw it back on the inside. That's a remarkable North Queensland try. Thurston, the right boot. Hoffman's got it covered. He's lost it. It's there to be picked up, and they should score, and they will more than scores. They lead by 8 0 with a kick to come. They pick Bernie up right to the southern end. Magnificently, and score a brilliant try under the 
Day today. I think I might turn. Was that Alan? Alan! Al! Alan! Uh, yeah, I don't think you need me, you know. That is Alan. Alan! Alan! Al! Alan! 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 Did someone just say my name? Hey! 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 You say Alan! <laughs> Alright, there she was. Maria Cialis, the Queen of Rugby League. What's going on, DC? No, no, sorry. I'm just relaxing. Just sitting back in my chair. It is. Uh, we have to talk about uh, the museum, and I'll just give you a couple of things. There is one thing that all Canberra fans have to go and see. It is the old McFadden Homes, or something like that, uh, jersey that we had after the 89 Grand Final. We moved on from Woodges. We got this special jersey all made up. We played the World Club Challenge against Widnes, and then it never, never got played in, in Canberra, or in Australia, goodness. because I think that... A home business went bust, <laughs> oh, and right. we ended up getting video easy instead. But it's one of those rare so, jerseys. It's a very rare jersey. I was going to say, yeah. So if you've got one of them sitting in your cupboard, you're doing very, very put, well. Put, put it in a frame. Uh, I reckon the only people that would would be the ones that played the game. Would be the guys who had access. Or to people that, that went on tour, like over to the you maybe, know, to maybe. The uh, but we have to wrap up uh, not the footy show uh, right after the break. Actually, everybody will have the NRL tweet player of September update. Oh, not the footy show. No, that's Babar. Two Bs. One B. B-A-B-A-R. That's two. Yeah, but not right next to each other. I thought that's what you meant. Okay, everyone. If during the year you were living under a rock or just didn't have Twitter like DC Chapman, you would have missed the fact that 
We did an NRL Tweet Player of the Year award. It's ben saying, Barber took out. Are you saying that like there's a very small percentage of people in this world that don't have Twitter? Well, listen to the show. I imagine the percentage. I reckon you know five percent maybe don't have Twitter. No, no, it'd be fifty percent. It'd be half the population. Uh, be, the people listen actually to the podcast. But oh, anyway. yeah, okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, most most people. I don't know what that percentage is. I'm not that much of a genius. <laughs> Sorry, uh, just... thanks, mate. Thanks for backing me up and saying no. It was you are uh, the Bulldogs and Seagulls? We yep. went through the votes. We had uh, this. Thanks, mate. Uh, <laughs> the, the four or five uh, thousand voters that we had during the year, we've rejigged the format for the NRL Tweet Player of the Year to the NRL Tweet Player of September. You can follow the hashtag. It's just NRL Tweet Player of September. We did three voters per game. We've kept the four to one system, but we've added an extra vote, so we've got four to one one. Just so if there's a player that didn't quite fit the top three, then the uh, voter can uh, give them a recognition point, uh, which generally in finals there is always going to be a player from a beaten side that actually has played really well. And you want to try and get to a point where by the end of the finals you've got a definitive player of September. Now, we've got three voters per game, so that means on Friday night the Bulldogs beat the Seagulls 16 points to 10. I was on there with Ben House and Matt Spillane. DC Chapman, what were the votes? The votes were, well... If I can read this correctly, but I, but I can't, because you're given... Oh, Oi. hang on, hang yeah. on. What are you saying? Oh, well, okay. Well, you're saying Josh Morris got four from you and and from House, and Aidan Tolman got four from Spillane. How about you just go through each person's votes? That would probably be the easiest way. Warwick D. Nicholson gave four points to Josh Morris, two points to Jorge, one point to both uh, Cassiano and Brett Stewart. Do you want me to keep going? Yep. This is like the brown lines, mate. <laughs> How is that house? Is that what you call it? How would you pronounce it? Anyway. H-O-E-S-E. Gave four points to Josh Morris, two points to Cassiano, one point to Stewart, and one point to Keating. Spillane gave four points to Tolman, two points to Morris, and one point to Jorge and James Graham. So that was the Bulldogs and the Seagulls with the votes. We went to the Storm 26, Rabideau 6. Nigel Wilbur gave four points to Billy Slater, two to Ryan Hoffman, one to Cameron Smith and Cooper Cronk. I was on this game as well. I had Cameron Smith with the four votes. I think it was spectacular. Uh, Cooper Cronk's kicking game gave him two points. Ryan Hoffman and Gareth Wood at one point each. And then Justin Davies with four points for Billy Slater, two for Ryan Hoffman and Cronk and Widdop picked up the single of votes. Are we going to keep going on to the next one? That ones? would be the idea. All right, then. The next game was the Cowboys versus the Broncos, and M. Vickers gave four points to Matt Bowen, Two points to Matty Scott and one point to JT and James Tamiao. So JT and JT, really? Well, yeah, but Thurston's known as JT. <laughs> All right. McLucas gave four points to Matthew Scott, two points to James Tamiao, one point to Hodges and Bowen. And Spillane gave four points to Bowen, two points to Tate, and one point to Morgan, uh, Michael Morgan and James Tamiao. And then the last game of the weekend, the Raiders 34, the Sharks 16, and Greg Delaney, four points to Sam Williams, two points to the Papaya King, one point to Josh Dugan and Blake Ferguson. And then the Queen of Rugby League, Maurice Ellis, gave four points to Sam Williams, two points to Blake Ferguson, one point to the Papaya King and Josh Dugan, which leave Matty Duncan, who was a trooper and uh, watched this game after he'd uh, been all afternoon and knew the result, champion, uh, four points. Then he actually lost the champion tag by giving four points to Josh McCrone, two points to Sam Williams, one to Sean Penson and the Papaya King. Now, I will make a mention to Josh McCrone. That's the best pass I've ever seen him play. Pass, uh, send out in first grade, the ones that send well for the try. It was an absolute cracker. 
but it doesn't really speak much for the other ones. Uh, uh, Player of the Year votes, uh, Player of September votes after round one, do you say? Josh Morris on 10, Sam Williams on 10, Matty Bowen on 9, Billy Slater on 8, Matthew Scott on 6, Cameron Smith and Ryan Hoffman on 5. Then we've got a whole bunch on 4, 3, 2 and 1. You can follow, as I said, uh, the votes during the weekend. We will have three sets of voters for the second week of the finals. And then for the third week, which is the preliminary finals, we go to four sets of voters. I'm interested to know how Aaron Woods and Adam Blair and Adam Cuthbertson, playing for St George, got onto the got onto the little spreadsheet. It's not that hard to actually read. You just notice they've got no votes, so it's from last year. I, I understand that. Yeah, but... just, uh, smack you in the face. Uh, I was trying to explain something very, very poignant there, DC. Yeah, Jones, sorry. So I'm just trying to have a go at you. All right, so the first two weeks, it's three voters per game. The uh, preliminary finals week, it's four voters per game. And then the grand final, we are going five voters for Ooh. the grand final. So hopefully by the end of that, the clear player of September has emerged. And that means in the grand final, if there's one definitive player that's uh, been the best player on the field in the grand final, they will probably take out the entire award. And that's really what you want to do, because you won premiership. If you're the best player on the field in the grand final, unless you're Darius Boyd and Brent Kite, who won the two most dodgy Clive Churchill medals of all time, I still stick up for you, Michael Robertson and um, Jason Nottingale. Maria Cialis time, everybody. You couldn't wait, could you? Pity that I put this after, yeah, at the end, at the yeah. End. But you might have to edit that. That's bit. the way it goes, everybody. Uh, we'll wrap up the show next on the footy show. Carney left the field to the training session, the warm-up session. We believe to have an injection as the ball is taken by Dugan for Canberra, the custodian, five or six metres away from the Canberra line. So they're, they're testing Canberra's online defence at the moment. There's Carney going across, they the ball away to Latelli. Latelli has scored in just his 10th NRL game and his first finals and he's got a lovely pass I think Tupo has played a little part at the end of it the time down the middle and here it goes from McClone he's found Shandarell he scores oh they came in off their wings Granada and they left a yawning gap down the corridor on the left play into Granada's territory Benson dummy half it's with the halfback William Williams goes himself Comes out the other side, gets it to Croker, bounces away from a would-be from Dugoy, puts a kick out wide, looking for Shander Earl, and Earl is in again. Stop it, it's starting to hurt. Rugby league. Rugby league. Tackles, and here's Barrigan. He'll have a dig. He's over the line. He's forced back. Did he get it down? He's put the ball away out the back. McCrone off the ground. Got it for Papali. Papali scores. That leg's gone on him. It's gone from Robson. Now to Gallon. Gallon to Bears. Got it away. Might be forward. But Graham will score. The referee hasn't stopped it yet. Graham has scored. And Chris James points to the spot. Hughes. Croker from in front. And he doesn't make any mistakes. He takes it out to the converted try margin of breaking back. To have a go on the blind side himself. Taken by the headgear. And now from Bakuya through Graham. Long to Smith and Smith cut down. Good tackle Fenson. Dummy half Morris keeping the rap going. Robson on the left. Goes behind one. Gordon. Best and Stapleton. Stapleton has scored for Cronulla to get back within a couple. Well, the last pass has got a yard forward. Well, that's certainly what the Canberra Raiders were calling for. Gosson! 
Premiership or give him a Premiership. And Ferguson has scored. Down there by Bryce Gibbs and Jeremy Smith. Ball played to Buttress. He's got Williams moving. Oh, he dummied it went and Buttress will score. Buttress has crawled over. He's scored. He scored. Buttress has scored for Canberra. A worm-like try. Gone away. Bullet pass out to the club. They've gone out wide. They'll score. Ferguson's got two. Ferguson has pulled off the Bailey double. What a pickup. What a win the game for the Canberra Raiders. The, the crowd is ecstatic. And he has tackled a couple of metres out. That's how close they are. They're in the middle. Now they've come left side. Williams dummies and goes over. Williams goes over. Tom Williams has scored. What? Yes, he points to the spot. Sam Williams, I should say. Scores for the Raiders. And that's how they do it. They get on a roll. They were the team coming into this match that had the most points in them. They've got the greater flair and speed and creativity. It was just what sort of contest it would be because the Sharks being a spoiling sort of team, one of the close-knit and in-your-face type, type contest. But once they get a little bit of possession, you see there on the Kino replay, they're all moving in motion. Williams can show the ball, pass the ball, do what he likes, and now he's got Cronulla Sharks back on their heels, throws the dummy. He's been charging it this hole all day, and he'll reach out and plant it down. Well, they have gone crash, boom, win. Okay, everyone, we're wrapping up here on Not The Footy Show, episode 126. Are we going to do a video tonight? Do we have time to do a video tonight? No, I don't think we do. I've got to make dinner, don't I? Well, we can't start doing videos now. We've given Is up. It too late? Do we just wait till the grand final and do a video right. for the grand final week? It, it's, it's almost... It'd almost when Canberra be, play Melbourne in the grand final? It'd almost be wrong of us to do a video now because we've, we've not done it since when? Since Round nine? Since round nine. That's terrible. I know, I know. We've tried, people. We've thought about it, but we get to the end of the podcast and, I don't know, it could be the location. It could be the fact that you've got to go on a long trip home. Yeah, that, it is. It's, it takes that it energy out. Was has moved the studio and it makes I all have. the difference in the world. I have. Um, I've got to be honest with you, mate. This hasn't been our best show. No, it hasn't. It's been a bit flat. Have you, you felt that? Have you felt that, listeners, viewers, whatever you are? I don't know. We, we, I think well, it's usually the, we've got we've got Maddie Duncan to talk to and GT. It's the and, lack of football, and I think it's a lack of preparation on my part for the two semi-final previews. I didn't. I, wrote, I did two previews online today for the Raiders site. And the Manly site, right. and I used up all my material in that and forgot what I'd written. <laughs> so, <laughs> look everybody, if you want to grab me, I'm at, at NRL Tweet and wgnicholson.com. Get us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash NRL Podcast. DC, we basically have to go now. Oh, GT's tips. People have been hanging out for GT's tips. Oh, we're, oh, we're doing it. We're just, I, I thought you were not, saying... No, no, he's, he's not on the show. He sent me the tips, though. All oh, right, okay, So, uh, look, let's go through. Uh, just Matt also likes South by one in Golden Point. Uh, and let's get to GT's tips. Uh, gttips.co.uk. That's the only tip, only uh, plug I'm giving this week. He says that Manly will win by four points on Friday night. Okay. He thinks he'll have a nibble at Manly just head-to-head. Uh, I'm just looking at the odds now. Everybody. I've got heaps of show left. What am I talking about? Manly are $2, everyone. Uh, they got a one-and-a-half head start. The one-and-a-half head start might be your goer instead of just going flat out for the two bucks uh, head-to-head. Now, the margin-wise, do you think this game's going to be a blowout either way, DC? It could be, but I don't see it being. I, I, I think, so, no. So, no. <laughs> Therefore, no. Two, okay. two points will be so the So, Manly are $3.10. 
for one to twelve, and North Queensland are three dollars one to twelve. So, whichever team you like, that's probably the area that you're going to go. Yeah. Uh, the second I... game. Uh, so G- GT says have a nibble at Manly. That's the exact terminology. Have a nibble at Manly. So he's putting stock in the premiership defence factor. Uh, I don't think they go two on out as much as I think the Cowboys have got the ability. Dollar uh, eighty five to me. I think that's just a lot of the punters getting ready to lose their money. Do you agree with that? I, I find it so hard to call. I just find it so hard to pick this type of stuff. The one and a half people. There's your there's your option from me. Then South Sydney and Canberra. South for a dollar forty two. The Red Hot Raiders are two ninety five, and it's plus seven and a half. Now I can give you GT's line that he would have set before the whole markets sort of take over and everyone has to adjust. He reckoned Canberra were plus five and a half. That's what he had. Now according to the website we're looking at right now, Canberra are plus seven and a half. So two extra points head start. He says, get on Canberra with a start. That's really? What he likes. He likes. He thinks South will win the game. He got South by four points, but he thinks the fact that he said they'd be five and a half point outsiders, and you can get seven and a half. Yeah, true that. Jump on at a dollar ninety-one for plus seven and a half. Now the one to twelve aspect. You've got South Sydney three dollars and five for one to twelve, and Canberra are four dollars twenty one to twelve. I doubt Canberra will win thirteen plus. But last week, I think one of our uh, listeners, John McCullough, uh, said he put ten bucks on. Um, the Raiders, 13-plus last week. He said give whatever the winnings were to um, charity, or some sort of charity or some yeah. sort of place. So yeah. good on you, John. Hope you did that. Uh, <laughs> and he said he'd roll a $10 back into next week if Canberra happened to get up. So we're saying, John, go Canberra uh, plus 7.5, maybe, if you are going to have a punt. Yeah, that does seem like the smart money. And Canberra, look, Canberra plus 12.5 is $1.53. Everyone, see, do you know what? Just Until we did this podcast, I was like, yeah, Souths are going to win this. They're not going to lose this. You know, Surely look, they'll, they'll bounce back and all the rest of it. But now, yeah, but you're right. They're wobbling. Everyone is right. And, and I've, Canberra I've, I've are coming I've got to pick Souths. That's the way that the world works with the way I've been tipping. I think, literally, it's, it's nine of the last 11 weeks I've declared the other team and Canberra's won. The two times I've said Canberra would win... They lost to Newcastle in the Titans. So, don't, so. so yeah, that's it. So, so I'm, stick, I'm sticking with South Sydney as absolute morals. They'll cover every start. No dramas at all. There's GT tips. So he's taking same Canberra with the start, and he likes Manly head-to-head. But if you can get one and a half with Manly, you might as well take that. So the JT field goal goes out of play. Anything to add, DC Chapman? Yeah, you might as well... Well, no, that's it. No, that's all I've got to say about that. Done. All right, just for Dusted. the future markets, the Bulldogs are 275 Melbourne 350 Manly have blown out to six bucks. North Queensland six dollars as well. South Sydney nine dollars and Canberra seventeen dollars. Now, I spoke about before. I said Canberra Melbourne maybe in the grand final. Yeah, thirteen bucks you can get for that right now. Those are the two teams that end up in the grand final. Uh, the most favoured one is Canberra Manly, which well, actually Canberra Melbourne is the favoured one. At two ten, Canberra Manly, which I think was the favourite going into the finals, is so six dollars. That, that's that's based on Manly losing last week. But, mm. well, gosh, this is hard to pick. Oh, harder to pick than a broken nose. There we go, everybody. Another footy show is done. I've been Warwick Nicholson. I've been DC Chapman. We will have a better show next week, I promise. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't know. <laughs> uh, look, it might have been great. People might have sat there and just said this is fantastic, but it felt like uh, we forced it out tonight. Yeah. Is, is, are we I, think, to I talk... think we've been on the Paddadine Fort, if you've ever been on it, everybody. Are we allowed to talk about other issues that other people have brought up that I just think are interesting? Well, the problem is, mate, when I send an email out during the week and I say, is there anything you yeah, would like yeah, to but... talk about? I get no responses. I've got to create the entire run sheet myself. People, I put it on our guests. They need to bring something to the table. Got only a couple of weeks to go. DC, you turn up and then you just want to wing it. What's going on? I love my winging it. 
I hate doing it. I love it. So like calling you level three. All right, everybody. Um, <laughs> not the footy show. We'll be back on probably Sunday. Enjoy your league. We need brothers. something, DC. Send us away with something. Come on, <laughs> anything. Well, now I've got to have a think about it because send us away with what? Like just a big send off? Play, play the music. <laughs> Enjoy your league, league lovers. Just go away now. I've had a gut call of you the whole game. Oh, I see. Been here for five minutes. Pepsi.